this is Boot Pit to Boardroom, a podcast about opportunity in agriculture. I'm Dustin Toberman, longtime ag vet and founder of OmniAg Consulting. And my name is Nick. I mainly hit record and ask questions, but Dustin, we've been having these discussions for over a year now. I'm excited for people to hear what you have to say. Uh, today, we're actually talking about career fairs in agriculture, three things that ag candidates should do before a career fair. So to get started, tell me about the state of career fairs in agriculture. Why should job candidates and ag businesses care about career fairs? Well, Nick, it's such a, a great topic and one that I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, obviously, having graduated and, and come through career fairs from the perspective of students, and then throughout my career being the one actually doing the interviewing, I, I've seen them from both sides, and I, I think that gives me a unique perspective. But career fairs have evolved, you know, used to uh, way back in the day when I was uh, making my way through my education, uh, they were used as a, as a time to get to know companies, right? Uh, professors would say things like, you know, this is your chance to do research and, and uh, get to know a company. And, and I think that things have gotten a little more serious these days. I would, I would even go so far as to say that a lot of companies use these as, as a first interview. And because this is your first opportunity to make an impression, I think it's very, very important that we prepare like one. And, you know, as competitive as, as the, uh, the recruiting world is these days, and with companies recruiting more and more and getting out to these universities, uh, you know, they're, they're seeing more and more candidates. It's, it's more important than ever to, to, to make your mark and leave an impression. And so I think that's probably the, the main idea going into this is that, you know, we, we've gone beyond the, the days of just walking up and saying, you know, tell me a little bit about your company. You know, this is a chance for you to really put your best foot forward. And so right. uh, that, that's the mindset that I think that we need to have going in. Definitely. And, and, you know, we talked a lot about career fairs in particular, and I know that the, the first piece of advice that you have has to do with interviews and has to do with story. So tell me why story matters uh, for ag candidates entering a career fair. Well, you know, like I said, you know, it's all about making that first impression. And I think that, you know, through the years, I, I can remember even myself coming through, through my own education that they would say, you know, go out and do the research. And, and that's great advice. And I still, you know, when I travel and I, and I go to universities and colleges across the country, I still hear a lot of professors say that. And, it, and it's absolutely true. You want to do research. You know, you want to know about the companies that you're going to talk to because it, it's all about being prepared. But I think something that we don't give enough attention to and I, I don't often hear is that when we talk about research, we don't do a lot of research on ourselves. And, and I think right. that's a step that a lot of us overlook. And I and I think it's a big one and, and one that we really, really need to, need to pay attention to. And, and my, my point there would be is to, to know our story. Hmm. So who are we and what are we all about? What are we looking for? You know, so many times when I, I talk to students, I hear them, you know, talk about a, what, what does a company have to offer? You know, could it be through opportunity or compensation package? Am I going to have the opportunity to travel? Do they give back to the community? And all those things are very, very, very important. But again, I think the one that we overlook is ourselves. You know, what do we know about ourselves? What, what, what seems like a, a good package to us? Are we all about money? Is flexibility important? You know, time with my family, time to be away from the office. Do they give back to the community? Does that matter to me? And I think that that's a, a move that, again, that we don't do enough and that we really should do more of. Right. It sounds like knowing your story, Dustin, has more to do or it has less to do with biographical information. It's not just I was born in Springfield in 1992 and I went to school, you know. What are those aspects of your story that, that you're really referring to um, when, when you're talking to someone at a career fair? I'm going to give you one that I hear a lot right now, and I think it's just a sign of the times, you know, especially coming off of the pandemic, uh, the, the idea of remote work, right? 
Uh, gosh, if I had a nickel for every time somebody talked about remote work, there's a whole lot of noise uh, in the industry right now. I'm sure like in all industries and, and everybody's looking for something. But ultimately, companies want candidates that are going to be flexible. So particularly in the green industry, as, as I know from experience, you know, coming up uh, we're where, from where I started, I moved every two years almost on the, uh, to the day wow. uh, for about 10 years. And so, yep. you know, we, 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 we typically move uh, a lot in the ag industry. And there's a reasoning behind that. It's, it's important for you to gain different experiences as you climb. But one of the things that they're going to ask you uh, when you when you talk to a, a company, and I, I don't care what, what company it is, they're going to ask you, are you flexible on your location? You are, are you willing to relocate? And that's a question that you don't want to be thinking about for the first time when you're in your talks. Oh, for sure. Um, you, know, you definitely want to think about this ahead of time. Ask yourself, well, how do I feel about this? You know, and I'll take it a step further. When I say relocate, is an hour away okay? Is five hours away okay? Am I okay with being five states away, right? What does that look like to you and how much does that matter? Right. And it sounds like part of knowing your story is knowing your character, who, you know, what role you see yourself playing uh, in the short and far term. Now, also, you know, knowing your story being that first big point, the second has to do with how you tell your story. So how should a candidate approach telling their story, communicating that at a career fair? You know, one of the things that I, and one of the reasons that I love to go around and, and, and travel to, you know, whether it's career fairs or universities and, and even the companies that I work with is because just as a person, I love to hear people's stories. Uh, I, I think that's one of the things that, that makes life interesting. It's, it's, it's fun to learn about someone's background and, and where they came from. And, and I think that, you know, not only knowing your story, but being able to tell it with passion is, is critical to, to leading your mark, you know, with that, with a company that, that you've met for the first time. And, you know, I get, I get, uh, you know, from a lot of candidates, they, they say things like, well, you know, maybe I didn't have the chance to have the right internship and, and I didn't have the perfect ag job. You know, I'll give you an example. I, a lot of young people, I, I hear, Hey, I, I was a lifeguard. How, how do I make that sound interesting? Or I had, I had a, a gentleman come up to me last year at a, at a university I was speaking in and said, you know, um, I, I really, I don't have anything to make myself sound that interesting. And I asked, well, well, what did you do? And he said, well, I, I drove a combine on something. And, and this is what I'm talking about, right? There, there's a way to tell your story and telling it with passion. And I'll give you the lifeguard as, as an example. You know, sure, it's one thing to say that, listen, I, I was a lifeguard and, and we can look at that on the surface and say, well, you know, how does that make us unique or why would anyone remember that story? But telling that story with passion is, you know, going to be the difference uh, between them remembering you and not, right? It's not necessarily that you are a lifeguard, but it's how seriously you took it, what that meant to you. How seriously did you take that position? So another way to say that I was a lifeguard was that, you know, day in and day out, I was entrusted with the lives of, of people in the pool. And I took that very, very seriously. You know, parents could leave their children because they knew that I was responsible and then that I was going to keep them safe. So, you know, we could say on the one hand, I'm a lifeguard, but another way to say that is, is that people trusted me with lives, right? It's just got more impact. It's got more up. Yeah. And those are the things that we remember, you know, back to the, to the, to the young man that was the combine driver. You know, when I started to ask questions about, you know, tell me about your day. And he would say, well, you know, we, we, we follow the harvest from, from South to North. We will be driving oftentimes all night long. Many times we would have to get there and sleep in the truck. You know, once we started, we couldn't stop because of, of the, you know, the weather. Um, you know, if there were breakdowns, I often ate multiple meals in the truck and I, and in my combine and I didn't leave, you know, to, to maybe on the surface, it looks like, well, you know, 
this this person didn't uh, you know have a an amazing experience. However, what I see in that, and if you tell it right, it's about dedication and a work ethic. You know, not stopping until the job is done. And so again, it, it's all how you you tell that story. But when you tell it and you tell it with passion, it's easy for those people at the career fair to pick up on that, right? You're going to be talking to hundreds of prospective candidates, and a lot of them all come from the very very similar ag backgrounds. So you're looking for any opportunity to separate yourself from the pack and telling your story and telling it with passion or how they're going to remember you. You know, keep in mind, these people that come to the career fairs, you know, they, they have other responsibilities as well. So long after they get back from a, you know, a flight, you know, from wherever they're from back to the office or, or a long drive, you know, then they've got their own work piled up, you know, life gets in the way, you know, they're going to probably forget your internship. They might forget your GPA, but if you tell a good story, they're going to remember that story. I, I can tell you that I still remember stories of candidates that I interviewed 10 years ago. So it's, it's not the little details you remember, but it's, it's how you tell your story that matters. Dustin, it sounds like businesses are interested in hiring people, not resumes. I mean, would, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And again, you know, like, like all industries, when, when you go to one of these career fairs, you know, some are larger than others, but, you know, how, how many different people do you have getting an agribusiness, you know, degree economic degree, right? We're all coming from the same school. And a lot of us come from the same backgrounds. You know, maybe they come from a career in farming or agriculture. Uh, and typically as, as college students, we often have a lot of the same careers, right? Whether it's, you know, doing the lifeguard thing or driving a truck or working on a farm. So again, it's all about how do we make that connection? I think that's what's so important here. You know, in the end, it's about that connection and it's that connection that's going to be remembered and actually I think gets you to the next level. And we make that connection on a human level. It's not on a piece of paper. Right. It doesn't come, you know, on our resume, but it's about how do we make that human connection? Definitely. And we're talking about being able to tell your story with passion. I would imagine, and, and this is what's exciting to me about this, that probably sounds different from person to person. And each individual has their own style and way of telling that story. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why it's important for us to to be ourselves and to come out. And this goes back to our very first topic about knowing our story. It's impossible for you to walk up, you know, uh, unrehearsed and and throw out a good spiel. And so it's important for us to dedicate some time before we actually get to the career fair and ask ourselves these questions, right? Who am I? What am I all about? You know, what am I looking for? Because the more confident we are in those answers, uh, the better our experience is going to be, but also it's better for us to make that connection. Like I said, when you tell it with passion right. and we make that connection to the person who's doing the interviewing, it's it's uh, it's a smoother it's a smoother conversation, and and that's ultimately what they're looking for. When I talk about making that connection, there's lots of reasons companies hire people, right? You know, you had a particular background, you went to the right school, your internship gave you the perfect amount of experience, but ultimately we hire people that we connect with. It really comes down to a couple things can we do this position and do I think that they're going to fit in with my team? And they're going to give you the X's and O's to train you to do what you need to do. But the one that they can't train you to is, is those soft skills and that, that personal connection. Do they see a fit? And so there's, there's all right. kinds of ways to make that connection when you're having these conversations. Typically, when we get to a, a booth or a table at a career fair and we start asking questions about a company, you know, it's like a game of poker. There's going to be tells, uh, representatives from whatever company they're going to talk about the things that they feel passionate about. And it's important to listen to those okay. clues and try to mirror those. And so when yep. they're giving you a description of what's important to them, you want to try to find a way to make that connection in your own stories so that they feel like you, you understand them. Okay. You know what? That makes sense. And, and I'm going to 
this this is going to seem off topic, Dustin, and I didn't prepare you for this, so get ready. But do you remember, and this has been years since this was the case, years before dating apps existed, there were (laughs) clubs where you could, you know, singles would record a little, you know, a little bit of their own story and and other people in the club would get those videotapes and then they had the option to contact those people for dates. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Now, I've never been a part of those, but yes, I'm old, <laughs> I'm old enough, uh, tipping my hand a little bit here, but I'm old yeah. enough to remember those. Yes, I so am. So in, in that case, you know, you've got people telling their story, but they've, they've only got one chance and they're not telling it to different people. They're telling it to a camera. In what what we're talking about with, with uh, these career fairs, you know, and, and you mentioned mirroring, um, you're ad- adapting that story to make sure it makes a connection. So that's that's difficult, right? I mean, how do you do that? Um, and you talked about, you know, listening for, for key phrases. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, again, it goes back to just the, the preparation, but I think, you know, you really literally want to develop your pitch, much like yeah. you were talking about the, the, you know, making your video for the single site. You want to make your pitch and you want to go over this. You know, these are things that we want to practice. Again, when you when you meet someone, those those first few minutes are critical. You know, we have, we've all heard the things, walk with a smile, walk confident, you know, firm handshake, things like that. But what comes out of your mouth is pretty important too. Mm. And you want to make sure that you've practiced this, rehearsed this, you know, have your 30-second pitch ready to go. Because oftentimes that's, that's all we get to make that first impression. If you've you know, sometimes these career fairs might have 10, 15 students lined up, right? Particularly for the companies that are of interest to people or the hot companies. And so you've got a few seconds to make that impression. And I can tell you from experience that a bad pitch oftentimes will cause those doing the interviewing, they're going to turn you out in about 10 to 15 seconds if they don't like where it's going. They may be there physically, but mentally they've already moved on and they're looking at the candidate behind you. So that's why we want to have an impactful statement, something that we've rehearsed, it tells about us. We tell it. We tell it with passion. We make that connection early. And it makes the, the interviewer look at you and say, this person is someone that I want to connect with and I want to get to know further. That's how we leave a lasting impression. That's how we get a call back after they return to the office. Now, everything you're talking about in terms of the importance of these career fairs, and it, it might be your only opportunity to make an impression. Um, I can imagine that might introduce some nerves, introduce some anxiety about these sorts of things. How should candidates deal with their feelings of fear or or reticence to to go in and tell their story? Uh, what advice would you give someone who who might be a little uh, you know scared of going into this situation? Now, look, it, it, it can be scary if you think about what's in front of you. I mean, we're only talking about the career, right? The rest of your life that's going to determine, you know, your your success or failure. So it, it is kind of a big deal. And I think that's why preparation is so important. Hmm. But I also encourage people to do what they fear. And so this is something I talk to students a lot about. If you find that you're somebody that that uh, the conversation doesn't flow, maybe even you're you're a bit socially awkward, the best way to get over that is to throw yourself in these types of situations. So that's why a career fair, even though it's about trying to make that great first impression, it's also about gaining that experience. And so I, that's why I recommend doing it very, very early. A lot of the, the schools these days will even allow freshmen to come in. And I, right. and I think that's such a great idea because the more we do it, the more experience we get, the more comfortable we become with those conversations. And so we want to practice it on our own, but we also want to walk up to companies that we have no idea what they do and we want to start to have a conversation. And I think that's how we overcome that fear. Ultimately, the more comfortable that we are, the better the connection we're going to have. And again, the people doing the interviewing, right, they can see that. They can see through it. 
And so, you know, again, it's not about the suit that you're wearing or the style of haircut or the, the impressive resume, but it's about, are we comfortable carrying on this conversation? It's very, very important. Well, Dustin, I know that you work with candidates in agriculture all the time, and I would imagine that you probably do a fair amount of coaching when it comes to this stuff. So what does that look like when you're sitting down with a candidate who's getting ready to go to a, a career fair? Um, what are some things you're telling them? How are you getting them prepared? That, that is a great question. And, and you're right. And it's something that, you know, that, that we, I do with a lot of students, because again, you know, just, uh, you want to take these, these conversations seriously. I absolutely would treat it as a first interview, regardless of whether or not you're, you're ready to graduate, but we need to take those seriously. And again, I think it's about the preparation. So I do a lot of coaching on, you know, the, the, doing a kind of a mock interview, if you will, or the dry runs. And that's, again, it starts with knowing your story, getting comfortable with who you are, you know, and there's a few key things in there as well that we want to talk about. Whenever we're, we're telling our story, ultimately companies are looking for, uh, you know, certain characteristics. One of those is work ethic and drive, right? Things that can't be coached or, or things that can't be taught. It's not a not about a formula. It's not a black on a black and white sheet. You want to find examples in your 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 history, whether it be school, life experiences, even summer jobs, work. You want to talk about the importance of of work ethic to you. All companies want to hear that. And we want to talk about overcoming adversity. Those are things that companies like to hear because ultimately in our careers, especially when we're getting started, those are things that, you know, that, that we're going to encounter a lot of adversity. And so when you can prove or demonstrate that you can overcome those things, those are triggers for companies. Those are, that's when they give you the, the green check on the resume and they write, you know, these are people that I want to talk to. So that, that's something that we focus on a lot. Well, and, and Dustin, I've got a, I've got a bonus question, sort of a follow-up, you know, it, it, I'd like to hear a positive spin on this, but a lot of the biggest lessons and, and most impactful lessons I've learned in my life have been because of mistakes I've made, because of missteps. Um, you sort of see where you went wrong and, and you make adjustments. So can you think of any mistakes that candidates have made that you've seen at a career fair? Maybe it's something that you've done that, that you learned a valuable lesson. Oh, absolutely. You see it all the time. And, and, and it's uh, you know, I can recall so many of my own missteps as I was getting out of school, and and you know, if you could only go back, right, and, and start from scratch. And I, I think probably the, the the biggest misstep that that students make is again is is not being prepared to answer those questions. You know, you want to be be on your toes, and that's why we it's so it's I keep going back to the beginning, but it's so important to prepare for all these kind of uh, curveball questions that you might get asked because you know, this, again, this might be your only shot. So I think probably the most common is just not being prepared to answer a question when someone asks you, hey, by the way, uh, I've got an opportunity here, you know, whatever location, are you ready to go? And, you know, they, they'll stumble on that. Well, you know, sure. uh, I don't know, right? And so uh, it, it shows that you weren't prepared or maybe, you know, that you hadn't really given it a lot of thought. But, but here, here's the best thing about it. As much as I believe in the preparation, we still make mistakes, but it's ultimately, it's about transparency and honesty. And it's okay to say, you know, honestly, you, you, you threw me for a loop. I wasn't prepared to answer that question, but you know, now I want to give, give it some thought. I think the key thing is to keep an open mind and to just be flexible. Ultimately, that, that's what it's all about. Be able to pivot, okay. you know, keep an open mind with companies and, and, and show that flexibility, and, and that's going to keep them looking your way. Awesome. And, and I know that you've got some advice. You've got some, some calls to action here at the end. Um, what are some challenges that, that you've got for candidates in agriculture, things they could do maybe even today uh, to, to get the process of prep preparing for career fairs started? I, I think, you know, again, we, we've covered a lot of this, but I'm going to go back uh, in, in from, from the start. And I think it's, it's knowing who you are, 
knowing what you want, developing your story, develop that pitch. Go home today, practice it, whether in your dorm room or you're in, the, in your, your truck, your car, whatever, and start to start to ask yourself out loud those questions, right? Know, know who you are, know what I'm looking for, and, and have my pitch. Give yourself about a 30-second pitch and be able to let it roll off your tongue and say it enough times that it feels very, very natural. And you can use the same pitch for every company that you talk to because it's important for you to let them know who you are. You know, something I, I might not have mentioned earlier, it's as important for you to interview the companies that you're interested in as it is for them to interview you, right? Because ultimately, we don't want to waste anybody's time. And not getting right. to know the company uh, or them not getting to know you could lead to a bad hire and, and wasted time. And, and our careers are too short to do that. So it's important to know who you are, know your story, go home, practice that pitch until it rolls off your tongue. And, and the second group I, I, I would say is that is just to go back in your resume, everybody's got to have that one story that gets them again. I, I remember certain stories from, from candidates from you know, 10, 15 years ago that they told me that, that really hit home. You know, maybe it was an emotional connection where they went above and beyond. But whatever, whatever your, your, your work experience looked like, or maybe even it's a life experience or school, find that one story that's the gotcha story that really, really grabs them. So, oh, so I pick so it out. More than, more than what you did, it's like actual situations that demonstrate some of these personal values you want to, to market. Yeah, again, because that's what they're going to remember, right? It's not going to be the GPA of the internship. They're going to remember that story. So I would recommend as we go through our resumes, you know, oftentimes that's, that's, what, that's what interviews have become. As they go down and they, and they start to ask questions based all, off of your, your resume, it, I would have that one story that when they ask for the example, you can tell that thing and you can tell passion. You talk about the work ethic. You talk about how you overcame adversity, but be prepared to use an example off of your resume. Awesome. Well, I, I just love the opportunity to get to share some of these ideas, uh, you know, at Omni Ag, through Omni Ag, rather, you know, you share a lot of these ideas with individuals, with companies. And uh, I think this sort of advice, I mean, as much as it applies to the agriculture industry, it reaches beyond that. I wanted to ask one final thing, which is career fairs in agriculture. How do you think they're different from other career fairs in other industries? And what should candidates be be looking out for in terms of, uh, you know, ag specific features of these career fairs? I think that I'm sure there's a lot of ways, right? I, I that that they're all you know very much the same. Obviously, companies coming looking for you know prospective you know candidates. But I, I've been in the ag industry my whole life, and and I can tell you that I still think ag is 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 a very very personal business, right? When you're going out to let's say for example, uh, you know for those uh, candidates that say I want to trade, they want to go out or they want to buy grain. Yeah, right? this is still a very personal thing. You know, producers take their crops very very seriously. There's an emotional attachment, you know, to this product that they make. I think it's different than you know, someone who might make a, a, you know, provide a service or even manufacture other goods. But, you know, this is a very personal business. And so I think it all comes down to, you know, being comfortable having those conversations. I think more so than ever, the bulk of our business is still done face-to-face, a handshake, yeah. a firm handshake and a smile. And so I think ultimately that's what we're looking for. I can tell you this, that I, I remember those who looked me in the eye and shook my hand with a firm handshake, felt comfortable and confident when they spoke to me more so than I would remember someone's GPA or, or maybe even where they went to school. And so I, I think that's probably one area that might separate us. And, and it's so important to leave that first impression, which is why, you know, I think today is such a great topic, especially with, with uh, it being spring and, and uh, you know, career fairs happening right now all around the country. And it's a, it's a relevant topic. Awesome. And you know what? 
We've got another episode coming up soon. Our next episode, in my opinion, is going to be a doozy. We've got agriculture shock from academia to the field and, and what it's like to transition from being a student to, a, you know, entering into a placement in agriculture. So I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, I, I am as well, because, uh, you know, as we all know, uh, you know, trying to make that leap from from education to uh, to career, it, it is a doozy. That first step will get you every time. And so it's uh, I think there's a lot of do's and don'ts. And, and hopefully we're going to provide some information that that will get students out on the right foot uh, and start off with their companies and and, uh, you know, put them in a position to climb very quickly. This has been Boot Pit to Boardroom, a podcast about opportunity in agriculture. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to catch our new episodes. Visit omni-ag.com to learn more.